Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. We've got an interview uh, this hour from Campus Reform. CampusReform.org does a great job finding out some of the nuttiness going on in college and university campuses in this great land. We'll have that for you. Also, we're going to talk about uh, what Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, just did. I think every governor should probably do. Because in this country, we keep on doing more to separate each other by race when we shouldn't be. You should go and apply for a job. And if you're the best for the job, I don't care if everybody on staff is American Indian. Fine. Everybody on staff is black. Everybody on staff is white. Doesn't matter. What matters is, is the best person for the job getting the job? And we keep on screwing that up. I mean, we're literally doing the opposite of what MLK wanted in this country when we do it the way that, that the left has been pushing for us to do it. So we'll, have, we'll outline that for you in a second on your Thursday. Feeling all right. You even make yourself laugh. I, I can already see it in your face. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Mel. Seems I got to have a change. <laughs> Mel. Wow. That is uh, Chocolate Boys, Carrie Lockie. All get it done. Sam in the house. Uh-huh. What does Mel play again, Carrie? The bass? Wait, me in the face. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I should know this, actually. Plays the bass. Let's yeah. go. No. What's that? I'm trying to hear the bass. Wow, so you don't get to own this song too. Stop. Wow. It is a feeling right Thursday. Glad to have you here. It's almost the weekend, Friday, and then we'll have the weekend. Many members of staff will not be here tomorrow because they don't care about the people. Uh, especially this one doesn't care about the people. This one I'm showing right now. Who are you showing? What's that? No, Why I'm don't you show the, the other one and give that person a hard time he's, as he's well? Give me one quarter of his face today. That's all I'm getting from Polo today. A quarter? He's half the mustache. Okay. <laughs> it's very, very odd. Um, all right. So there, there's a lot going on. Now, uh, Governor Abbott just announced something. And I want to opine about this afterwards, and I certainly want to hear from you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, or go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on Contact, and you can uh, uh, get more there. By the way, when you're on the website, again, you keep on emailing me. You want to find these uh, these interviews, and we post them every night, probably around 11 o'clock Eastern time, something like that. Um, you can go and see them. The monologues are over there as well. Some shorter videos are over there, too. Also, the PAGS parodies, JoePags.com. Click on the Watch button on the top, on, towards the right. Click on watch. That'll take you right to my Rumble channel. Makes it easy for you. Carrie, what do you have out of Texas? From the Texas Tribune, Governor Greg Abbott's office is warning state agencies and public university leaders this week the use of diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, policies that support groups who've been historically underrepresented or discriminated against, is illegal in hiring. In a memo written Monday and obtained by the Texas Tribune, Abbott's chief of staff, Gardner Pate, told agency leaders that using DEI policies violates federal and state employment laws and hiring cannot be based on factors other than merit. Pates the DEI initiatives illegally discriminate against certain demographic groups, though he did not specify which ones he was talking about. And the innocuous-sounding notion of diversity, equity, and inclusion has been manipulated to push policies that expressly favor some demographic groups to the detriment of others, Pate wrote. 
Go back to the first part of that story again. Let me just say this. We're in Texas. Um, we're based in San Antonio. And Austin is not that far where the Tribune is based. And that first line or two, what they say is so ridiculous because they actually give an opinion about what they think DEI is. So start the story again, if you don't mind. Governor Greg Abbott's office is warning state agencies and public university leaders this week the use of diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, policies that support groups who've been historically underrepresented or discriminated against is illegal in hiring. Let me stop you there. Okay, so they define DEI and they give their opinion as to what they mean. That that when it helps out the, uh, I don't know if they use the word marginalized, but they might, historically they might as well. Historically underrepresented. Historically underrepresented and... Or discriminated against. Okay, so they're making the decision at the Texas Tribune that DEI is somehow good. This is their interjection here. Because DEI, um, diversity, which means less white. Equity, which means equality of outcome. And I inclusion, which I'm not really sure who's not being included. But those policies are not good. They are, in fact, bad. I'll tell you why they're bad. It's not just because they're discriminatory against white people, because they are. But they're also bad because it forces an entity to hire somebody based on their lack of whiteness. And they may, in fact, fill a position before a better qualified person on merit can come and apply for the position. And that person might also be other than white. Because as I've said, and the best example you can ever use and this isn't a crutch, this is a true life example, is the example of the N- and the NBA and the NFL. The NBA is 70 to 80% black, the NFL is 60 to 70% black, and I, I'm glad because I am convinced that these teams only hired the best players. And if those players will get them more wins, that means more money, more merchandise from ticket sales, from television revenues, from merchandise, then you're talking about doing the right thing. If your team is 100% black, I'm fine with that, provided it happened because you took meritocracy is the only thing that was the deciding factor. Now, you might say, yeah, well, it's not just meritocracy. It's also uh, um, you know, somebody who's got a good work ethic. Okay, work ethic. You can throw that in there. It's also somebody who's punctual. Okay, great. Throw punctual in there. You can't say it's because they're this race or that ancestry or this skin tone. So what Greg Abbott does is actually says, Don't be racist in your hiring practices. He's literally saying that. And the Texas Tribune is so far to the left, they can't get out of their own way and realize that what they said in their definition of DEI was dead wrong. It doesn't help historically this and marginalize the other or underrepresented your mama. It doesn't mean any of that. What it means is, holy crap, too many white people here. So I'm at the gym yesterday and I look up at the screen and Roger Goodell is being interviewed, who's the NFL commissioner. Got the big Super Bowl coming up Sunday. And the stupid question is, why are there only six minority head coaches in in the NFL? Kerry, how do you think it would go over if I were asking the questions of Roger Goodell and I said, why are there only 26% white people in the NFL? Uh, I think it that would, would go over. not go over well at all. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? No. DEI, no? No. Because you're talking about if you've, if you've got a league that is predominantly black... Diversity would mean get more non-blacks in there. Let's get some more Hispanics. Let's get some more American Indians. Let's get some more uh, white people. Why not? Because 
that would be deemed racist, but it's not racist to ask, why aren't there more black NFL coaches? There's a black NFL coach, I don't know his name, because um, I don't watch the NFL, but I don't know his name, but I saw him being interviewed a couple of months ago. Somebody said, you're one of only this many black NFL coaches, and uh, when you talk to people like Mike Tomlin, who's another black NFL coach, you know, how does it feel to be in that group? And the guy said, I think it's great to be in a group of great head coaches that made it to the NFL. Race has nothing to do with it. This is a black guy saying it. We need more of that. We need more of that. Let me use another example that's also sports-based. Before Tiger Woods, there weren't maybe two black golfers I, I can think of. Maybe. And then Tiger Woods shows up, and why did he do so well? Carrie, did he do so well because he's black? No, he's a great golfer. He's a great golfer. He did so well because he was smoking everybody in every tournament. Now, the byproduct of that was that young black children were now seeing somebody that they felt they could identify with better in a game they historically had not thought about playing. And then more young black people in America, which is great, started playing golf. So somebody who broke through the barriers, not that there were barriers, but let's say there were, he broke through them because of meritocracy, not because they said we better put a black person in this position. No, Tiger Woods was cleaning everybody's clock. And he was doing so at a clip that nobody ever expected. And he really brought a younger generation and a more diverse generation. Look, there's nothing wrong with diversity as long as it's not forced. Diversity is a really good thing. It is strength in America. Diversity is because we've got all these different cultures, all these different backgrounds, all these different ethnicities and ancestries. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful. But when you force it, that is not what America, I thought, was supposed to be. No, when you force it, you're now trying to force America to be something different. And there's no reason for that. There is no other country on the planet that's diverse like we are just by happenstance, not because it was forced. Affirmative action made no sense. DEI makes no sense. ESG makes no sense. And that's just a fact. Because if you force employers to take people based on their ethnicity, their ancestry, their skin tone, well, then you're not, you're not necessarily getting the best, the best people. You're just hitting a quota, and the best people, who might be of diverse races too, get left out in the cold, which makes no sense. Your thoughts on this, because I think Greg Abbott does the right thing here. I'm not surprised the very far left-wing liberal Texas Tribune doesn't even realize how stupid that line was. They don't even realize how dumb that was, claiming DEI is something that it's not. DEI is discriminatory. DEI, on its base definition, is illegal in the United States of America, yet there are people out there and companies out there and, and public schools and public outlets like governments that are utilizing something that is purely illegal. And not only should Greg Abbott do it, every state should do it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, great to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show, campusreform.org at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. Sophie Salmon, spelled like salmon, but she says salmon. 
Okay. And, and Carrie, do you think I asked her, hey, have you ever ordered fish and you, you call the fish salmon or salmon? <sighs> I know you did. That's a really bad dad joke, it sounds like. Why is it a bad dad? Her last name is spelled like salmon. I know, but yeah, that's pretty lame. So I know joke? you asked her that. Salmon. And what do you think the salmon. answer was? <laughs> I'm going to say she probably said yes. She said, my name is Sophie Salmon. I'd like the salmon. <laughs> so they, pro- they pronounced the fish salmon, but the, the name is salmon. salmon. And I'm fine with that. I just wondered. I just wondered if it hey. was. She said, oh, no, that's really happened. Okay. Got my answer. Why is it a dad joke suddenly? Why, why, why is dad involved? You've heard of those dad jokes. They're like, oh, rolling your eyes. Like, oh, that's really not funny. But dad thinks it's funny. It's kind of lame or it's really lame. It's a dad Everything joke. I say is funny. Nothing I do is lame. Uh, says who? Well, listen, why don't you stay till the top of the hour and we can talk about it. 888-941-PAGS. <laughs> What's that? I take it back. You're so funny. You're hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Right You're now, hilarious. hilarious. Yes. 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com. Let me remind you about Eden Pure. They've got the Thunderstorm Air Purifier. So many of you have bought these. A lot of you have gotten them for your friends and, and for your family for holidays and so on. You got to get yourself some of these right now. You can save a bunch of money. They use proven oxy technology, quickly destroying viruses, odors, mold, and more. With over 265,000 sold, you know that it works. Any smell is going to vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The, power, the powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules. They seek out, they, they destroy odors. Under your, your furniture, behind your furniture, it doesn't matter. They can't hide from the thunderstorm. Get, get yourself some of these right now for the house, and you can save a bunch of money as well on air filters. You don't need filters, okay? Save $200 right now in the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Three units for under $200. Get one for your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need it. Go to EdenPureDeals.com right now. Put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S, to save $200. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS. Save $200. Make sure you tell them that I sent you. And the uh, the shipping is also free, which is great stuff. We go to the phone line. Say hello and welcome to Wade in Oklahoma City. Hi, Wade. Hey, Joe. How you doing, bud? Living the dream, man. What's happening? Oh, this DEI stuff drives me nuts. Me too. One thing that they keep leaving out, age. Well, what about age? I'm 60 years old. I'm 60 years old, Yeah, and I've had several issues within the last year at my current position where I'm suddenly told I'm not good enough, but everybody, everybody comes to me first. So you're not good enough at what? Are they literally saying it's your age? Because they, my, can't, they can't discriminate against your age. They're hinting the fact that my age is the problem, and they... Oh, they find a problem with this, or they find a problem with that. And all the younger people keep getting the advancements or the new positions that are coming open over me. And I'm senior to everybody there, but it still happens. Have you talked to the to the boss face-to-face? Face? Hey, listen, I'm working my ass off. I'm doing what you want me to do. When these positions open up, I want to make sure I'm first in line. What, what, what exactly is the issue? Literally make them tell you what the problem is. And I've done that. And what do they say? It just, it, in one ear, they, they say, oh, yeah, you're fine. You're no, you're good. You're good. You're good. And then two or three days later, no, nope, we're going to have this person go ahead of you. And then, I've had it happen then you have, twice already, about to go for a third. Well, wait, let me say this. 
Now, I'm a very aggressive kind of guy, and I'm you're a manly man. I'm not here to say that you're not. But when you say it yep. goes in one ear and out the other, that's a problem for me because I don't let that happen. And now it, it rubs people the wrong way sometimes, but I'll stand there until they tell me you're going to get the next one. Don't worry. When we have the next well, one, we're going to make sure that, that they don't know. Well, yeah, I got to stop you, wait, because I'm here's just I'm, I'm on a roll here. I just got to finish my thought, and then you can tell me not what you want to say. Okay. Um, again, I would not yep. leave the office until somebody told me to my face, not you're good, not okay, okay, you're good. I want them to tell me, yep, the next time there's an opening for that next position to move up, of course we're going to talk to you, Wade, and then you leave the office. It does, would, can that work for you? Uh, that and I've done that several times, but what they do not realize is every time I have one of these conversations with them, I'm documenting it. Good. I'm keeping my ducks in a row. I mean, if you honestly so think if comes- you honestly think they're discriminating against you for age and you're doing the job exactly like you want them to do it and people are coming to you for help and everything else, I would talk to a labor attorney. I would find out if there's something you can do because you shouldn't be getting passed over if they've made promises to your face that you would get a shake at it. And that's exactly where I'm working on as we speak. But that's one thing that people need to consider is as you get older, you're going to get overlooked and you better be aggressive or they're going to keep overlooking you. Wait, I hear you. Exactly what I'm doing. Okay. Well, keep on doing it, brother. Uh, I think that you can, you can keep your, uh, you keep your drive right where it is. Keep motivated on getting that move up. And I would remind them almost daily. Hey, remember you said you're going to, you're going to move me up just to let you know, because what I've done and it feels uncomfortable until you get used to it is I've told people, listen, I did this. I did these things. Well, that was me over there. Well, that was my idea. Well, I built it that way. I made it more efficient because I this. The ratings went up because of that. Don't have a problem singing your own praises if you can back it up. And I think that's important because sometimes people don't realize what it is that you're doing. Many times I haven't gotten an opportunity. And then when I asked the person years later, why didn't I get that opportunity? They said, well, I didn't even realize that you wanted it. So you've got to make sure that you stay in their ear every day, every single day. Remind them who you are, what you bring, what you do. And if you don't get the promotion and you really do feel as though it's, it's age discrimination, and you can prove that your work is as good, if not better than they want, I think you've got a case. So I, so I would talk to somebody who's an expert on that. Uh, Chris, I've got maybe 45 seconds. It's all yours. Let's go. I just have a brief comment. So I'm from Kansas City. Yeah. And um, the Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Yay. And one of the big stories that's been in Kansas City is this is the very first time there have been two African-American quarterbacks playing in the Super Bowl. And to me, why does that really matter? It doesn't. If they're the best ones out there, right. why does the race have to be brought up? It, no, it, it shouldn't be brought up. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Listen, the fact that they're black isn't good, better, and different. It's fine. Um, the fact that they both made it to the Super Bowl means they had great years, superlative years. Hold them up on high because of that. Raise them up on your shoulders because of the meritocracy and, and the talent came through. What, believe me, you are, you are taking away, not you, Chris, because you're, you're great, but you're taking away from who they are as football players by focusing on a characteristic they had no choice in. It's fine that they're both black. Doesn't matter. What matters is they did something right and their team got them there. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Campus reform when we come back. You stay right here. Joe Pags.